Have you been wondering what to look for in your next therapist? Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life's challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. I received this question from a listener recently. Can you please do an episode on how to find a therapist who is a good fit? I've been struggling to find the right one. Finding a therapist that is the right fit can be difficult at times. I will walk you through a few things to consider when you are searching for one. However, sometimes fit has a bit of magic sauce to it, just like anything else. Use this information to empower yourself as you seek therapy. First up is type of therapist. One confusion that many people have is the various types of therapists that exist. For instance, I'm a psychologist. Psychologists primarily have doctoral degrees and go through several years of training before even being able to use the title of psychologist. We typically complete three 10 to 12 month practicums, which are about 16 to 20 hours per week and a year-long full-time 40 hours or more per week internship prior to graduation. And then we must complete a full-time postdoctoral fellowship and various testing before we are fully licensed and can use the title of psychologist. In terms of years, most psychologists have done anywhere from five to seven years of training and thousands of hours of direct clinical experience before we are released into the world. There are various master's level therapists as well. The main ones that you will hear are social workers, mental health counselors, marriage and family therapists, and creative arts therapists, though this isn't an exhaustive list. While requirements may vary based on the state, most of these therapists complete two-year programs, and during the second year, they complete a 600-hour internship prior to graduation. After graduation, they will often have to be supervised for two to three years and complete testing before being fully licensed. Regardless of background, all therapists could be beneficial for the problems you are showing up with. Don't assume, for instance, that a psychologist is a better fit for you simply because we have more years of training. I've had nurse practitioners that I felt were a better fit for me than medical doctors. The same principle applies here. It's important to understand your therapist's background simply so that you are an informed consumer. Next is area of specialization. Area of specialization is something to consider in some cases. Keeping my medical metaphor alive, I will say that anxiety and depression is like the high blood pressure and diabetes of the mental health world. Unless you have a severe or atypical presentation, basically any therapist is able to help in these cases. There are certain instances in life when I don't want to see a generalist. I could see my PCP for a pap smear, but I am way more likely to want to see an OBGYN because they are a medical doctor that specializes in women's health. This is a concept to keep in mind based on what type of problem you are having. For instance, if you have an eating disorder like anorexia, you'd want to see someone who has experience treating those cases. 
other examples of cases where you might want to see someone who specializes in a particular area could be severe cases of OCD, developmental disorders, perinatal or postnatal care, multiple traumas, and sexual dysfunctions. This is, again, not an exhaustive list, just something to keep in mind. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen. The next area to consider is special populations. When I say special populations, I mean anyone that isn't cis, het, white, vanilla, and adult. If you're looking for a therapist for a child, which is typically anyone under 12, then you should find a child therapist. There is overlap on the types of interventions that work with adolescents and adults, but working with children is its own thing. The interventions for a five-year-old are very different than those for a 25-year-old. There is still a lack of research as it relates to the issues faced by historically marginalized people. If you are BIPOC, queer, or poly, for example, and these are identities you'd like to explore in your treatment, then it would be beneficial to find someone who has experience working with these populations. For example, you may want to explore the effects of systemic racism on your mental health, or you're a sex worker who wants a therapist that will be affirming and not judgmental about your lived experiences. These are all worthy things to pursue when looking for the right fit. When you are reading their websites or bios online, it is typically pretty evident if the therapist works with marginalized populations or not. If you were to visit my practice website, you'll see info related to BIPOC, LGBTQIA, alternative lifestyles, etc. We work with these populations regularly. If you don't see yourself represented in the information a therapist has online, it's usually not the best sign that they would be a good fit. Cultural competency and social justice advocacy is not something that is done silently. It's done proudly and loudly. Next up is style or personality. The next thing to consider is the therapist's style or personality. Do you want a therapist who is more or less directive? I'm a very directive therapist. Most patients pick me because I tell it like it is and I give them solutions to reduce their suffering. However, some folks want nothing to do with me for the exact same reason. They prefer a therapist that is more of a blank slate that will primarily ask exploratory questions and almost never reveal their thoughts or opinions on anything. 
Perhaps you want a therapy that is less verbal and more body-based. So you'll want to meet with a therapist that is somatically focused. This is really where I believe the magic sauce comes in for most people. And lastly, manage expectations. My last word on this is to manage your expectations. Whenever someone is trying a new therapist, I encourage them to meet with them for at least a handful of sessions to allow time to get comfortable in the new environment and allow the two of you to warm up to each other. I have seen people who come to therapy and expect to have some profound revelations from the very first session. That's not how therapy works. And if your expectations are off, it'll make it hard to find the right fit. You should see therapy like the season of an American TV show. There'll be some epiphany episodes, a couple cliffhangers, and a smattering of filler episodes to get us over the next hump. You need all of these in order to have a full character arc because becoming the person you want to be takes time. What are you looking for in your next therapist? Or what do you love about your current therapist? Let me know on Instagram at KindMindPsych. You can also reach out to me via my email at psychologist at quickanddirtytips.com or leave a voicemail at 929-256-2191. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Avina Tomlin. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.